0: I'm so excited for today's episode. Episode 14 is all about how to create a marketing strategy that sells your program on autopilot and amplifies your impact. I was so excited recording this episode for you today because I just wanted to give you a overview of what it looks like to market a product that sells itself and then, and how you really can Build this like snowball effect, something that's really been helpful for me in my own business, not having to burn myself out, not having to be on social media every day, not having to reinvent the wheel and selling the same product for the last several years. I'm so excited to share kind of my two path process with you today. I talk all about organic marketing, paid marketing and Facebook ads. I talk about proof of concept and what kind of content um, you really should be creating to Find not only your ideal clients and customers, but actually getting them to pull the trigger and purchase your products. And I'm really excited because if you listen to the whole episode, I'll even share with you what the big three, as I call them, big three content types are. The platforms are where you really should be showing up and how to create like one piece of content that gets out to people everywhere so with that i hope you've got something cozy we can hop into episode 14 and in case you're new around here i am sam vandermillen i'm the host of on your terms podcast i'm also an attorney turned entrepreneur who helps online coaches and service providers legally protect and grow their businesses using my DIY legal templates and my trainings. And here on this show each week, I bring you fresh tips about how to legally protect your business, but also how to grow that business on your terms. So I'm super excited to get into it. Let's figure out how to get found by your customers and amplify your impact. So I still remember the first time I've ever created a website or like created my first set of products or something like that. I remember putting them out there and then being like, okay, so now like the people will just come, right? Like they'll just buy. And I don't know what exactly I thought was going to happen, but I'm pretty sure I thought there was magic involved where I could just create something and then the universe would just give it to the right people somehow magically. And they would just see all of my intentions behind it and buy it and love it and become raving fans. I don't know. I don't even know what I thought, but I feel like I've learned a lot over the last several years about how to properly market your products and programs online on social media through your email list. In so many different ways and in a way that doesn't burn you out. Like I am never a proponent and today's episode is not going to be a proponent of like you have to post every day on social media seven times and use all maximum 30 hashtags and do a reel every day and also be on TikTok and also be on YouTube and also have a podcast like That is very much not my opinion, let alone my style. And so I hope that you'll find today's episode sort of refreshing in that respect. Because I really, I more want to give you the strategy. Um, I think so many people try to focus on the magical pill of social media of like, is it that YouTube's going to be my ticket? Is it podcasts that are going to be my ticket? Is Instagram or like maybe I have to do TikTok. Like it's not the exact platform that's going to make or break it Um, there are a lot a lot of different things are going to make or break it but it's instead really the strategy behind it and then i'm a big fan of you finding platforms and programs and things that you like so we'll, we'll get into that don't worry about it but really today the goal of today's episode because episode 12 taught you about how to find the right customers for this this evergreen program that you want to create episode 13 was all about making the program or product itself so amazing so that people will buy it on autopilot and then become raving fans of it and then tell all of their friends. And so you'll start to have this snowball effect, right? And now in episode 14, I really want to share my experiences and some lessons with you today on how then do you get more people to purchase your product because after you've maybe beta sold it or you've sold it to a handful of clients or you've sold it to the people who already are on your email list or who already follow you on social media, you might be running into a little bit of a roadblock being like, who else is going to buy this product? So I'm really hoping that we can break this down today. Okay. So part of the problem here is that people, I think for one, people don't necessarily always have the like, tenacity that it takes or or don't exactly understand how long you've talked about something and how consistent you have to be talking about something and talking about what you do and getting comfortable advertising your business and all this kind of stuff in order to start getting some traction. So like first things first, I think it's helpful to just adjust the expectations here that just because you create something or just because you've sold it to a handful of people that it will necessarily start taking off. Right. So I think, talked about this back in episode 13, but talking or creating a product that you feel like you could see yourself talking about for like months and years, you know, that kind of stuff. Because if you really want a product to be successful, it's possible that it takes that long, or it's possible that if it's, (laughs) if it's successful, you'll want to still be talking about it months or years from now. Right. So it has to be something that you don't get tired of, but that's also because things take Time, so when we're thinking about marketing our product, and and so I'm assuming by now that you've listened to episode 13, and so we've gotten past like the beta testing stage, and we've kind of put this thing now out into market. Like we've done all of the work that we're supposed to do. Now you kind of come to this road of uh, this roadmap of marketing of like, where do I go from here? How do I get this into more hands? How do I get into new people's hands? So there are the over the 30,000 foot view here is that there are two ways. There's organic marketing, right? Which is what most of us are doing every day, which is being on social media, emailing our email list, um, creating content, all that kind of stuff. Obviously, if you're doing in-person stuff too, if you're like, like when I had my first business, I was doing like in-person workshops and I was giving talks and doing all kinds of stuff like that. So organic marketing is the first little section that we're going to talk about. The second way that you get new eyeballs and new purchasers on your products is through paid marketing, right? So we'll talk about paid marketing at the end. It always gets a bad rap. Like I see, I feel like I see so many people now like bragging for lack of a better term. Like I did this without any paid marketing, or I was able to scale my course without paid marketing. And I'm always like, no, you you do. You're just talking about Facebook ads. Like, so you just didn't do it with Facebook ads, but you pay for like you pay for a lot of stuff in your business. So it's not you pay for marketing, you pay for advertising. And by the way, it's completely healthy and normal to advertise in your business. Every business advertise. So how you choose to advertise is a totally different story. And we'll get to that at the end. So let's start with that first little path that I was talking about with organic marketing, because this one is huge and it needs to come first for a reason. So one of the things like people ask me about so often is that how I was able to build the ultimate bundle into not only a program that had so many people in it and that that's pretty successful, but also how I was able to do it essentially on autopilot, right? So what I did for the first several years of The Ultimate Bundle after I did all of the things I taught you in episodes 12 and 13 of the podcast is that I started talking about it every single day. So I started talking about it every single day on Instagram. At that time, I'm pretty sure I was pretty active still on Facebook. I'm no longer really active on Facebook at all, but um, I would take whatever content I was posting on Instagram. I was being really consistent on Facebook. I had a Facebook group. I would go live once or twice a week. I was being very, very consistent. Now, The kind of um, content that I was producing was primarily educational, something that would be helpful, right? Like three steps to do this, three secrets you need to know about this, three ways to do this, three things you need to know about your website policy. It was like always something like that, right? And so I would teach, I would give something that was truly helpful. wasn't just like a tease. But I would teach something and then at the end of it, I would say, and that's why I created the ultimate bundle, which is my program that gives you 10 legal templates and video trainings and blah, blah, blah. And I would would describe the product, right? Everything would kind of make sense, too, that I was teaching about. It would be like, oh, the person who would find this piece of content helpful the next logical step would be to get the ultimate bundle or to need that kind of legal help or to put it into their awareness because they might not even be sure or might not be aware that something like this exists, right? So every day, my mission was to share educational and helpful content that was the next like logical step into the bundle. For the first, I would say two years, I the, the main goal, the call to action of my actual content itself, was the ultimate bundle. I was like straight up selling it constantly, right? Every single day. Yes, I got sales that way, right? The sales weren't huge, like more than insane, but they were good and they built over time, right? And so I took it low and slow. That was very helpful because it allowed me to get probably several dozen maybe up to a hundred customers or something that way and just really learn you know and hone my my skill of talking about it of really understanding where people were at you know it gave me so much more data of dealing with people who were going through the same things and had the same questions and all those kinds of things after that it was when I decided to create something free that was the the kind of step before the ultimate bundle so that's when I want to talk to you a little bit about now so I have a big proponent of doing this organic marketing method first especially because you get proof of concept right it will give you testimonials you will strengthen the product, kind of more in line with what I was talking about in episode 13 about making sure that it's an amazing product that actually gets people results you'll be able to go through all of that but it is hard especially when you have um, a higher ticket offer like I do with the ultimate bundle It is hard to go from straight like, you know, an Instagram post that tells somebody three steps to do something to like, hey, buy this thing for a few thousand dollars. It worked. It it actually did, which uh, in fact gave me like further proof that this that this product was really good. And I was like speaking their language, but it is difficult. And so in order to actually amplify and scale this product, which is what you're here to learn about in this episode, um, I needed to have like an intermediary step. So that's why I think maybe two and a half, three years ago, I created a free workshop called Five Steps to Legally Protect and Grow Your Online Business. And so this workshop, instead of the ultimate bundle becoming my call to action, every single piece of content, this free workshop became my call to action. And as you can imagine, it's much, much easier to get people to sign up for something that's free or that they they, they see like additional value coming from than it is to plunk down a chunk of change for a product when maybe this... Social media posts that they find of yours is like the first time that they've ever met you. So I literally became a woman obsessed with this call to action. I mean, I just used to like sometimes actually start laughing because I would find all of the ways to connect the dots. I would I would experience something. In my day, something that could turn into a story. I would go on Instagram stories, I would share it, and then at the end be like, and that's why in my free legal workshop, five steps to legally protect and growing online business, you learn how to do blah, 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 blah. Click here or tap here, or whatever to sign up. And it just became a relentless pursuit to get people to sign up for this free workshop. In this free workshop, I, of course, introduced my product at the end. It People started buying it, and that's really when things started to explode for me. Not just because people were opting into my free workshop and buying at the end, which they were, but what happened was more of a snowball effect where people maybe signed up for my free workshop, even if they didn't buy, they were now on my email list. I was nurturing them and continue to nurture them every single week with a valuable email, whether it's letting them know about a free podcast episode, a new blog post, something I'm doing, just a little inspirational note or behind the scenes thing, or letting them know about some other free thing that I'm running, right? So um, that what I saw over time and what I have continued to see now for years Um, And this is, by the way, one of the most beautiful things about taking a long game approach to growing your business. If you're not in this for the like, if you understand that this is going to take a while, then like this is how this can pay off huge. Right. So I understand that everybody might not be in the right place at the right time when it comes to purchasing my products that's okay. I don't need them to buy from me today. I treat people as people. I'm glad that they're here. I hope that I have a lot to offer in the meantime. And if they, if it becomes right for them one day to purchase my stuff, like that's awesome, but it's not a requirement. It's not going to make or break my business. Having that attitude has just been so helpful in helping to grow these kind of long-term relationships, long-term consistent sales. Because what I saw happen was that those very people, those several hundred, several thousand people who signed up for my free workshop those first few years, sure, maybe they didn't buy right away, but they would buy six months later, nine months later, a year later. And once you get enough people signed up, (laughs) that just becomes a rolling Giant snowball. Now, it doesn't have to be a webinar in order for this to be like the free thing. If webinars aren't your thing, webinars can be very powerful tools, especially because you can be on video, you get a bit more of their time and attention, you can really lay things out, and then you can kind of present to them, make the next logical step to present to them to purchase your thing at the end. And you can do all of that without being skeezy, by the way. But I hope that I do. I try to. But there are other ways that you could do this, right? Some people do this to like get people into a free challenge or to get people into like a video series or into a freebie that they can download. And then they go through some nurturing sequence in your email list, and then they are prompted to purchase. Now there's a very intentional way to go through all of this. I'm going to share a lot more about the strategy behind the actual funnel itself, like how you should lead people through this journey from your freebie through to your actual product in masterclass number three of the From Startup to Sold Out series that I'm hosting on November 3rd, 4th, and 5th. The link to grab a ticket to any of those masterclasses or all three of them is in the description of this episode. Um, So we'll make sure that that's below. But it, it is important to understand that there's a very like methodical, strategic way. It's not as simple as just like popping up a freebie and then talking about your thing at the end. What happens a lot of times is that people do that and then they're kind of shocked when, again, all of the sales. <laughs> hopefully you're seeing a um, a pattern by now that you don't just like pop things up in general and everybody starts buying it. There's a very specific step-by-step process. So we just want to today focus on how do we get this content out that is so helpful to my audience. So I talked a lot about this in episodes 12 and 13, but making sure that you're creating content in this organic um, marketing strategy that is helpful and educational to your ideal customer. So if you haven't listened to episode 12 yet, you definitely have to listen to that before we have this conversation, but content that is helpful to them and that speaks their language, right? Really is like getting them to that, that like, oh man, she's in my head, right? She, she must know me so well. And I feel like I have even, I've never talked to her, but I feel like she knows me so well. Like when you start getting those kinds of comments on what you're doing, that's when you know, you've really hit the jackpot in terms of, um, truly reaching this place of understanding your ideal customer. Now, I know, like I said in the beginning, people get really fussy about which platform is kind of the magical platform. And you've probably heard this before, but I I shared the same opinion that you really should focus on not only where your ideal clients are. Obviously, that's very important. Like if no one's hanging out on LinkedIn, don't make LinkedIn your like social media strategy, obviously. But so wherever your people are hanging out and that's probably where you're getting the most engagement, where you're meeting people who seem to fit your ideal client profile. But you also want to think about a platform that you are, you know, able to look at and say, I know I could consistently show up there for a long period of time, at least six months. I want you to commit to yourself right now. And I want you to like DM me and tell me which one you picked and which platform you're going to do. And you're going to tell me, and you're going to tell me what date, but you're going to commit to six months of consistent action on that platform. By the way, notice I said consistent, not like daily, not twice daily, not some like hard and fast number, just consistent really doubling down a lot of times people don't give a platform or some sort of like project enough time in order to like really sink in. So we need to commit to something for six months, whether that's going to be your YouTube channel, your podcast, um, or your email list or something like that. Really my hope and my goal for you would be that you pick one of the big three. So the big three are a blog post an optimized blog post, a podcast, or a YouTube um, video, which would also be optimized. You could also, as you move forward, or if you're a bit further along in business, you could also take an approach like what I do, which is picking what's going to be the core piece of content. Like maybe your podcast is going to be the core piece of content. So you record the podcast, and then you turn that podcast episode into a blog post that um, embeds that podcast episode within it. And you also turn it into a YouTube episode, either with audio, just audio or with video. The point is that all of these things are optimized for the individual platforms that they're going on so that they organically attract leads for you. So when you put up a blog post on your site, for example, if you focus on SEO, like I have over the last several years, since ever since I started my business, it's been kind of my little, like, I don't want to call it a secret. Cause it's not a secret, but I've, I just feel like people don't focus on it enough. So you put that blog post on your website you make sure it's optimized well that blog post is going to be out there working for you for years to come i have blog posts that i wrote in 2017 that are consistently like literally every day pulling in leads to my evergreen webinar funnel and that that evergreen webinar funnel didn't even exist when i wrote that blog post but i've since gone back and updated it you know included little opt-in things and all that kind of stuff but that's that is really my point you guys everything if I could pass on anything to you, it would just be to focus on a content strategy an organic content and marketing strategy that works for you. Because if you want to live your life, live your business on your terms, then you cannot be, <laughs> you cannot be a content producing machine, right? You cannot be filming. I mean, some sometimes I see people online, they're like, I have a YouTube channel and a podcast and a this and a that, but they're all like separate. And I'm like, how do you do that? And then they're like doing daily reels and daily TikToks. And that is great. If, that is, if that's what you do and that's like what you strive to do, or that's like the season you're in in life, I feel like that's wonderful, right? I don't know about you. That's not the season that I'm in. I've gone through periods of that. It leads to burnout and what it to me ultimately ends up leading to is like kind of a blank, like a like a writer whatever writer's block is for content. I guess content a content creator's block, right? Like I would just run out of ideas. I would feel tired. I didn't want to be on social and what that leads to is this like roller coaster of like you're you're like off the charts for a couple of months and then you're like I'm so exhausted I don't want to be seen on stories. So for me, I like to choose this kind of simple system. I would love to, for you to pick one to two of the big three, the, the YouTube episode, podcast or blog post, all of which are optimized so that you're consistently pulling in leads without you having to do additional work. Let the content pieces be part of what works for you. They're like an unpaid employee essentially out there working for you. And then the next probably most important step and the thing that will continue to be an important step for, I don't even know how long because of just the social media landscape. And um, actually next week, my episode for you is all about like what used to work in marketing versus what works now. And I'm going to be talking about this a lot. So stay tuned (laughs) for episode 15. But one of the things that, you know, we always come back to is our email list because that really is what you will quote unquote own, right? That is, that really should be a main focus for you. I don't care how successful your TikTok videos are and and how incredible your Instagram following is that stuff can go away in a heartbeat. It changes, it gets yanked out from under us. It becomes exhausting. Sometimes you might go through a season. You will always have your email list to fall back on. And I'm telling you the more that you cultivate a relationship with them now and consistently when you're not selling something right and just really really connecting with that audience and focusing on it as an area of growth in your business, that is something that will continue to pay you back many times over down the line. So now if you've looked at at these big three, the the YouTube podcast or um, blog post, you now come to your email list to let them know about it. So the marketing strategy is that you create the super helpful content that's geared towards your ideal client, that has a call to action at the end of it, that links to your next logical step and all of that. And every single week you're emailing your email list to let them know about that content right so you're if if let's say your podcast is your thing every week you're emailing them saying a short intro to this podcast episode letting them know to go listen to it you're promoting the podcast elsewhere in that podcast episode you're then telling people about the freebie that you have the next logical step whatever it is and it's just this like beautiful cycle that will keep going and going and going or you know someone finds you maybe organically right they google something they find your youtube video they watch your youtube video and then at the end they have the opt-in and so there's just all of these wheels turning for you and continuing to build and build and build and that really is how you build the foundation i could have several you know episodes of this uh like on this topic of how this continues to go on on and on I don't want to overwhelm you. I also want to see you over at the masterclass number three and from startup to sold out because this is the kind of thing that builds and builds and takes time. So I think for now, this is a great start for you from there. A lot of people remember how I said in the beginning, they're kind of these two main branches. There's this organic marketing path, which we've now talked about the other big one being ads, right? So we start to pour money into Facebook ads and to me, that is not a route. It, this is just my opinion, but this—that's not a route that you even explore until you've explored the first one. So once you have proof not only of um, the actual product, but proof of the funnel, whatever you want to call it, right? People get all fussy about the fact that it's called a funnel. It is what it is. Like proof of the marketing strategy, proof of the funnel, proof that you can pull in a. Quote unquote random person for lack of a better term a cold a cold lead right somebody who finds your YouTube episode somebody who finds your podcast your blog post finds you on social media hops into your free thing and then purchases your product once you have that and you have that over and over and over and over again that is when ads will amplify everything to me Facebook ads are like pouring gasoline on a fire that's already burning right so if we just had a bunch of random logs stacked in the middle of the woods and we poured gasoline on it nothing would happen right when you light a flame to it it would it would shoot up but if it was just by itself nothing would happen if you already had a small fire going and then you poured gasoline on it it would whoosh like up in the air right that's what ads are ads are pouring the gasoline on an already growing fire right so if you're if you're trying to sell something that's not working ads are not the answer Right. If you sold a handful of them, ads are not the answer. If you don't have a funnel, ads are not the answer. I knew somebody once a couple of years ago who poured a ton, a five-figure, multi-five figure investment into Facebook ads to get people to sign up for a free call with her, like a discovery call. That's not a funnel, right? And that will not, that will not work, <laughs> um, in my humble opinion. You can ask a Facebook ads expert about that, but that will not work. So with Facebook ads, we're really trying to find new leads through something free, right? We have to tell them about a free workshop, a freebie, a download, uh, a challenge that's going on like something that's free probably and or pieces of content right we nurture um in our ads too we share podcast episodes we share blog posts we share free um reels that we've created on instagram or our popular instagram posts that have been really helpful that's the kind of stuff so we're really nurturing we're finding new leads through this nurturing process and then letting them know about something that's free that we offer Once they opt into the something that's free, right? Like a free workshop. Yes. Then people get retargeted with ads, um, sales ads for whatever I've sold in the workshop or whatever was in the freebie. So that is essentially where things are headed. That's where you build things out towards, but just don't even worry about that path until you've really got this first one solid. So For any of you who have come to me and asked me like how like, oh, people say to me all the time, like, oh, it seems like your business has changed so much in the last year, year and a half, two years. And I'm like, yeah, about a year ago, I finally started running ads. And they're like, oh, I can't believe you waited so long. I'm like, oh, yeah, thank God I did. (laughs) Thank God, because I. Did it this way and i'm so glad that i did i had hundreds of people and i don't know that you need to wait that long but i sold it to hundreds and hundreds of people first i really got to know them i made the product way better i made the funnel better i got my own butt in order i got my own operations and systems in order you know i got organized i got on asana i I, i did like all kinds of things right so i had to do a ton of work if I had gone and done this, I don't know, a few years ago, it not only would it have not worked well, but it would have been a mess once it happened. So a lot of times these things happen for a reason. It takes a long time for a reason. And if you've not heard anybody else, you know, in this space share with you, who's gotten to like a multi seven figure business that this shit takes time. It takes time, right? It takes time. It takes energy, patience, failure, being super frustrated thinking about doing something else <laughs> coming back to it again and again and again and again and continuing to build right i'm i'm at this place now in business i'm still thinking about how i can make things better how i can improve what i can do differently how i want to shake things up i look at the data you know almost every day so it's a lot it's a lot so If this has like awakened some ideas in you some interest in you but you also want to learn more about exactly how you can build out this marketing strategy how you can get clear on your organic marketing strategy to start amplifying um, your program and product then i hope that i will see you at my from startup to sold out series coming on november 3rd 4th and 5th that link is in the description of this episode. Um, And I hope that you enjoyed this episode. I can't wait next week to chat with you about what used to work versus what's working now in marketing. And if you're new to On Your Terms um, before you go, it would be so awesome if you could subscribe and follow the show wherever you listen to podcasts. And if you're on Apple Podcasts, please rate and review the show. Give us um, however many stars and review the show. It would be so helpful. I love hearing from you guys. As always, my DMs are open. You can DM me at Sam VanderMeelen on Instagram. Let me know what you thought of this episode. And thank you so much. I can't wait to see you all at From Startup to Sold Out. See you soon. Thanks so much for listening to the On Your Terms podcast. Make sure to follow on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you like to listen to podcasts. You can also check out all of our podcast episodes, show notes, links, and more at samvanderreeland.com slash podcasts. You can learn more about legally protecting your business and take my free legal workshop, Five Steps to Legally Protect and Grow Your Online Business at samvanderweelen.com. And to stay connected and follow along, follow me on Instagram at samvanderweelen and send me a DM to say hi.